I'm actually okay. I I'll, I want to tell you about them already, but I can't. I have to wait till we start. It's true. Welcome to this week's Read This Next with Laura and Nicole. Uh, this week we are discussing the topic that we have aptly named gays in space. So it's basically characters who are LGBTQ. Um, <laughs> And they are in space. It's in pretty space. self-explanatory. Other space, yes. <laughs> Love it. I yes. can't wait. <laughs> so um, before we get started, as always, I'm just going to remind you that the books we're talking about, um, some of them are available on Cloud Library, which is the Thunder Bay Public Library's app for accessing um, audiobooks and ebooks, um, and you can find these titles on there. But in super exciting news, we have also started doing no contact holds pickup. So that means that books that are, we may mention books that are actually in our collection and then you can put a hold on it and then you can come and pick it up mm -hmm. and read an actual physical book from the library. Yay. Yay. That's, so that's starting on July 20th. 20th. Yeah. It starts on July 20th, but you can place your holds right away. And when you put your hold in, then you just sit tight and wait and library staff will call you when the book is ready to be picked up. And um, we'll tell you all about the process. It'll be picked up just at Mary Jane Waverly, mm -hmm. um, same as returns are right now. And yeah, and then you can do the thing, come get your book. Physical yeah. distancing, we got lots of, you know, everything set up. <laughs> lots so of distance. Nice and safe, <laughs> nice and safe. And then you can get your book. So exciting times. Yeah, so now you can, uh... <laughs> Now our options for what we can talk about too is quite more expansive. Yes. We don't just have to talk about things you can get electronically. We can talk about stuff you can get hard copy. All of it. Okay. <laughs> so we will get right into our uh, highlights of the week. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Our first one is called Rabbit and Robot. Um, it's a YA. Um, cute cover. We'll insert it here. Cute, cute cover. Yeah, I don't, it's very chaotic, but I, I like the cartoony aspect of it. Um, it kind of, yeah, it's a good cover. No, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was just going to say, it reminds me of a couple cartoonists whose books we have in the library. Okay. Um, yeah, Michael DeForge reminds me of a little bit, maybe. Um, and the guy who did Safari Honeymoon, whose name I never remember. He wasn't that nice to me when I met him. Oh, no. The book was really good, though. Safari Honeymoon, thumbs up. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, a small wreck in a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it's by Andrew Smith. Uh, we do have it in the library, but we don't have it on Cloud Library, but we do have other stuff that he's written on there. Uh, so I'll give you the, the down low. Stranded aboard the Lunar... Oh, stranded aboard the lunar cruise ship Tennessee, <laughs> Cager Messer and his best friend Billy, both 16, are surrounded by insane robots while watching 30 sim simultaneous wars turn Earth into a toxic wasteland. Sounds good. Sure. I will say uh, our coworker Patience, who was the one who recommended we talk about Gaze in Space, <laughs> she read this one um, and she thought it was... I can't, if I'm remembering correctly, she thought it was a bit darker and it was a little more, I don't want to say twisted because that's too strong, but it was a little more, <laughs> it was more dark. Yeah. Sure. Dark. A dark read. Yeah. 
<laughs> I have read some Andrew Smith before and he does tend to, I don't think that he writes women well, mm. hardly at all, but he writes, I think, male friendships very well. As someone who's never had a male friendship, I feel like <laughs> between male friendship, I have had friends who are dudes, but um, he, he does a really good job, I think, with friendships between boys, teen boys, young men. Dudes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. My first highlight is a book that has an interesting publishing trajectory. So this book was originally self-published back in oh. 2014, right? Um, it's called The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet by Becky Chambers. And then in 2016, like a real publisher picked it up and we're like, we think this is so great. We're going to publish it ourselves. <laughs> and now she's like, you know, a big deal. She's won all sorts of, this book is won lots of great awards. Arthur C. Clarke nominee, um, won a woman's prize for fiction nominee. Um, it won this amazing prize or sorry, it was nominated for the Kitchies nominee for golden tentacle. The Kitchies golden That's the part you're focusing on not the golden tentacle well i mean the golden tentacle is like obviously weird but like the kitschies what is that <laughs> i don't know but she was nominated for it so it's like a like a in a kitschy kitchen you have like a image of a golden tentacle <laughs> i don't know i don't know how it all works but yeah and so that's a it's a story about um it's a space opera which is something what we call something like star wars is a space opera classic Right. So a loner joins a crew of the aging Wayfarer, a patched up ship that has seen better days. And she must unexpectedly, our loner, Rosemary, must unexpectedly risk her life when they are offered the job of a lifetime. And then she learned lessons about love and trust and <laughs> all, of those, stuff. all those good stuff. One of those found family sort of uh, stories, right? Where you, you bond with your friends and they become the family you've never had. And then I'm assuming by the end, she's not such a loner anymore. Aww, I'm I, guessing. I think a lot of space ones are very found family. I think so. Well, thrown you know, into chaos. It's not surprising, right? You have like moments of extreme stress and mm -hmm. bond. Um, yeah, so that's supposed to be a like a heartwarming, likable, engaging story. So not um, not dark at all is my impression. <laughs> and it's book one in a series. There's three books in the trilogy and they are all out and they are all available at the Thunder Bay Public Library. On today. <laughs> well, so do you see um, in our notes, we include the images of the books. She has two there. Is the first one from when she published it? Because I recognize is. the second one. It is. Mm. Yeah, you'll see in the notes that there's or also Nicole will put it up on the screen like the star she is um, <laughs> you'll see that there's two very different covers I think it's really interesting the first cover I'm not like totally crazy about but the second cover I feel like has a totally different feel absolutely like, the second cover doesn't look like a heartwarming engaging story at all no the the first one looks very much um What's the, that series? Hitchhiker's Guide. Thank you. Yes. It looks very much that kind of era and style of cover. And the second yeah. one just kind of looks like it would be a contemporary someone on a mountain. Like yeah. it doesn't look spacey. It doesn't, no, and it doesn't look fun at all. No, it's and very the boring. Book, like my impression is that it is a fun book. So mm -hmm. I don't know. 
don't let the cover turn you off is what we're trying to say. Yeah, they did a better job with the with the first cover. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So yeah. just pretend that that second cover <laughs> is the first cover and you'll be good and you'll want to read it. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, my second highlight is Bonds of Brass, which came out this year. Uh, it's available on Cloud Library. Um, I, I know Patience also read this one or she's currently reading it and she said it's very good. This one is weird because it's not, I would have assumed again it was YA, but it's adult fiction. Adult but fiction. when you look at the descriptions of it, it says it's young adult, or it's no, it's YA for adults. So I think it's a new adult again. Oh, yes. Keep falling into that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, True. so that's by Emily Skrutsky, I think. Sounds right. Yeah, and it's also a trilogy, uh, so this is the first one in it. Uh, so it's about a young pilot who risks everything to save his best friend, the man he trusts more and might even love, only to learn that he's secretly the heir to a brutal galactic empire. <laughs> I do have a question about yes. this. Who is the heir, the young pilot or the best friend? Well, Patience kind of spoiled a little bit of it, so oh. I'm not going to. Okay, okay. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's I important. Also All right. don't want to okay. mess up the details, so I'm not sure. going to. But it's apparently really good and a very twisty and fun read, so she's, she's quite enjoying it. We'll have to get her on here at some point just to talk we about like, whatever book she's reading. <laughs> but yeah, you the know. cover for this one is super good, too. It is good. This author, she, I wrote, I read a YA book she wrote called The Abyss Surround Us, Surrounds okay. Us, and it had pirates and genetically engineered sea monsters. I love that. I wonder so, if that came out around like, um, what's that movie with the kaiju? Oh, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Yeah. I'm not sure that I'm just going to throw that out there. So if that interests you at all, I, we have that in the collection. I know. <laughs> so you can put a hold on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so again, this one is a space opera, uh, as well, and apparently it's very action-packed and has great world building, and a read-alike for it would be Red Rising by Pierce Brown and The Collapsing Empire by John Scalzi. Um, other titles? You have one listed that says other titles. I did. I had one other random title Mm -hmm. called 27 Hours by Tristina Wright. And I just included it as another example of LGBTQ characters in space. Yay! Maybe we'll have to do a um, a list. A sound effect. Ooh, I could put a sound effect. <laughs> I'll put it right here. <laughs> but no, I was going to say we'll have to maybe put out a new reader's advisory list that just like has a comp- comp- compilation of all of them because there's way more than we've listed here. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was, okay, so onto the personal rec. I sure. was going to wreck Scavenge the Stars by Tara Sim, <laughs> but but it turns <laughs> out, despite the title, it does not take place in space. Opens <laughs> 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 with them on a dock, like like on boats. <laughs> I was like, this is oh, not space. This is not space. No, no. And I went like a solid chapter <laughs> or two before I realized, and I was like. Were you like waiting for them to go to space? 
Yeah, I was like, maybe it's like <laughs> in Stardust, the movie, where they like have a boat and it's in space. Right. But yes. Then there was a few boats and they were talking about like a plague. And I was like, I don't think this is going to happen in space. <laughs> so yeah, that was, okay, it's, it's on my read list. So maybe it'll come up in another one. But this week we're talking about The Disasters um, by MK England, which is available in the library and on Cloud Library. There you go. Yeah, so I'm currently, oh, I'm almost through it. I thought I could power through it last night, and then I fell asleep. Uh, so it happens. It happens, but it's yeah. really good. It's about this guy. It, it's first person, and it focuses around a guy named Max. Um, and he flunks out of space school, <laughs> basically. Sure. And he and three <laughs> other people end up on this, like, train back to Earth. Well, not train. It's a space like it's space whatever it's a vehicle space? like earth <laughs> okay and um they all end up on this thing and then the this isn't a spoiler this is literally like the first chapter um all of a sudden things start going wrong and the space training academy station that they're on which is on the moon because where else would it be um it basically like some group takes over that station without anybody outside knowing and those four kids who uh flunked out of space school right. are now fighting for their lives and they're on the run and the people who took over that space station have a wanted they're on they put them on the wanted list okay. so another so. found family they are <laughs> a couple of them there's like a little bit of a love triangle um okay the main character is by I don't know about the characters that he's in love with but they are a man and a woman and then there's also a transgender character in it so lots of diversity and most of the characters in it um they even say specifically that a lot of the people who go to the colonies which is like not the moon not earth other planets a lot of them were south asian and african so there's a lot of references to like um prayer uh with one of the characters and it's, it's really cool because they they like actually include these aspects of their personality which i liked um mm -hmm. but it was really good it was very humorous it was um i i it, it honestly felt like they they kind of just like they're like we're just gonna ignore that this is kind of a little bit tropey and we're gonna just like, <laughs> lean into it yeah and i was like okay <laughs> good i really i'm really enjoying it so <laughs> it's, it's nice but um what was the other thing I was going to say about it? <sighs> I had a thought about it. Nope, I got nothing. It was very good. Very good. That's the important part. It's yeah. very good. Oh, Funny. that's what I was going to say is the MK England is a librarian and there's a scene in it <laughs> where trying to find something in like a storage room and the, the kid's like, I don't understand. How are things organized? And <laughs> To me, I'm like, oh, they're using Library of Congress system, which is the <laughs> alphabet and then numbers. And then and he was like, oh, it's alphabetical and then by numbers. I was like, that's clearly written by a librarian. <laughs> like, of course she included that. Um, and MK uh, also wrote Spell Hacker, which just came out, which is on my to-read list and it's also on Cloud Library. So check it out. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my rec this week is not a uh, heartwarming, warm book, funny book. 
Um, but it's really good. It's on the, it's, it's definitely on the literary side of, um, like it's, it's science fiction, but it is very literary. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, what does that mean exactly? (laughs) Very, um, dense language, Mm. um, and dense ideas, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called An Unkindness of Ghosts and it's by Rivers Solomon. And we have it on Cloud Library and we have it in hard copy as well. Um, and it's about a generation ship, which is, there's, it, it comes up in different movies and stories and stuff. It's basically like a ship that's traveling um, and multiple generations live on it because mm. it, the journey is so long. Right. Yes. Like that creepy Passengers movie last year or two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I didn't want to. <laughs> no, it was this creepy one where like they were supposed to be in stasis and then the guy woke up and he was like, I'm lonely. So he went and woke up a girl too and was like, oh, your pod malfunctioned as well. Oh, Let's be friends. <laughs> no. no, no, you don't, you don't do that to somebody else. Anyway, mm-hmm. this is um, not like that as well. It's <laughs> not lighthearted. Okay. So some of the topics that this book covers. Okay. So slavery feudalism, Mm -hmm. prison, religion, um, different sexualities, uh, trans identities, intersex identities, disabilities, families. Wow. (laughs) Lots of stuff going on. Um, Our main character, Aster, lives in the low-deck slums of the HSS Matilda, a space vessel organized much like the antebellum self. For generations, Matilda has ferried the lost of humanity to a mythical promised land. On its way, the ship's leaders have imposed harsh moral restrictions and deep indignities on dark-skinned sharecroppers like Aster. Embroiled in a grudge with a brutal overseer, Aster learns there may be a way to improve her lot if she's willing to sow the seeds of civil war. Ooh. Yes. Very relevant, too. Very relevant. Very relevant. Very, um, kind of looks at the, the dangers of, like, even if, as we move forward, when we still bring the prejudices of the past, mm-hmm. um, how dangerous that is and how we need to work through these things and so that we can move forward and not end up on a ship that's organized like the antebellum self. Not good. No. Not good. Um, not at all. Yeah. Um, it's won a ton of awards. Stonewall Book Award, Lambda Literary Award for LGBTQ sci-fi. Um, I would say Real Likes, Octavia Butler, definitely. Mm-hmm. On Such a Full Sea by Chang Ray Lee. That's another one with um, like a strong female character who ends up, you know, learning more about the world. It's another dystopian. So it is, um, it's one of those ones that I would say is is painful, but important. Okay. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, not that it feels like a chore to read it because it is very, it's very poetic writing. Mm-hmm. Um but it is brutal. Like it starts off, again, not a spoiler. It starts off with her having to amputate a child's foot. Oh my God. Yeah. Because the, like the upper decks have been like, oh, we're going to have to ration the heat because, you know, we, we don't want to, we don't want to cut down the heat in our area at all. So we're going to ration it downstairs. And this child had got frostbite and then their oh foot had turned gangrenous. And so in the beginning, she's amputating this child's foot. Wow. Um, yes. Yes. And it just kind of goes from there. It's really, it's, it's very good. 
It's like a, um, a full meal, not a light snack. Indeed. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of a mystery she's trying to solve. Um, so it does, like, it's fast moving as well. It's not slow. Recommended. Different sort of book. If you don't normally ever read science fiction, um, but you read a lot of, like, literary fiction, this might be one that you would want to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see if you kind of dip your toe into sci-fi. Um, but it still will have, it will still, ha- it has many things in common with literary fiction that is not genre fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of what we recommend tends to be genre fiction. Yes. We do a lot of crossovers, different mm-hmm. things. But that's my rec for this week. I love it. Uh, also, love the cover. Very great. It is a good um, cover. When did uh, 2017? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, been on my to read list for a while. And now I finally, finally got it off. Yay. That's what I like about this program is I'm, I think I said this last week too, I'm like <laughs> reading a lot more, which is good. Yeah. Yes. Some people, by which I mean my family, <laughs> <laughs> told me that I'm not reading 40 books a year, as many as I said I did. And I was like, no, no. I said that I wrote, I read 46 zombie books in the last 10 years. Yes. Yeah. They obviously didn't listen. <laughs> it's like, I haven't read 40 books this year. I know. <laughs> I've read a lot less than I used to. But so just to clarify, I wasn't claiming that. <laughs> I read 40 books last year and they were all about zombies. <laughs> One track of mine. What can yeah. I say? Every 10 years, you <laughs> pick a new genre and you're just like, I'm going to read it all. <laughs> fucking ring. Yeah, that totally, it's a logical thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Well, so what do we want our next week's topic to be? We have some good options, but. We do. Um, do we want to do another sci-fi sort of thing? Because I would throw out time travel. Mm, time travel's good. We can do you that. Have a thought? Uh, I don't. <laughs> My brain is <laughs> completely devoid of anything right now. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the, maybe the week after we can, oh no, two weeks, because we've got something coming up on the last Me week too. of July. <laughs> um, so maybe like the first week of August or something we can do witches and wizards. That sounds fun. Cool. Witches and wizards coming up in August next yeah. week. Time travel. Time travel. There's so many time travel books, man. Oh yeah, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch of really bad ones too, which is. I'm sure there's many terrible ones, but absolutely I know good ones. So <laughs> that's what we'll talk about. Woohoo! All right. Uh, so all of the notes, if you're like, if you forgot what a title is, they'll be on our off the shelf blog um which off the shelf yes and i will link it in the descriptions i think i forgot most other weeks but i will do it this week (laughs) and Um, we'll also put a link well in the on the blog post it will also have a link to our catalog so you can place all those holds yay placeholds come to the library (laughs) we miss you and we want to see your faces (laughs) this is true yes yeah All right, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, We will see you next week, same time, same place. Bye. Bye.